This episode of Many Realms takes us into the horror genre. We have some content warnings so you can decide when or if to continue listening. Part one is mild compared to part two, which is rather graphic. This game contains descriptions or mentions of the following. Blood, body horror, death, drowning, gore, harm to animals, harm to children, and vomiting. Please get in touch with us at The Realmscast if you need more information. As always, there are transcripts available for every episode, so you may want to use that as a tool in your decision-making. The link is in the show notes. Previously on Many Realms. The camp counselors at Toad's Hollow are in trouble. After a body washes up in the lake, Jay, Mark, Pearl, Flora, and Kay become entwined in a series of supernatural horrors. Kay rescues a long-gone camper from drowning in the lake. Mark finds a cursed Polaroid in Pearl's shack. Flora stumbles on slumbering campers with bulging, bloated throats. Possessed objects fly around and Pearl is attacked by the returned camper, Chris. Then the campers disappear in broad daylight, leaving the counselors to take on the lindworm alone. Hi, I'm Jory. I'm playing Pearl, the ropes keeper, and it's good to be here. Hi, I'm Eli. I play Flora the Crafter, and it's good to be here. Hi, I'm Jesse. I play Mark the Fresh Blood, and it's flippin' awesome to be here. Hi, I'm Jordan. I play Old Jay, the counselor, and it's good to be here. Hi, I'm Jillian. I play Kay the lifeguard. Are you afraid of the dark? Welcome to Many Realms. If you're handing Deanna off to me, mm-hmm. me and her soaking wet, head to a cabin, or even maybe even head back to my shack, because that's maybe where I'm most comfortable and I have some kind of connection with this kid. Mm-hmm. So I like tuck her in and sing a lullaby to her there to help her get to sleep and finally get some rest. What if we don't get a full night's sleep and instead we're, we're woken up in the middle of the night Yeah. for the setting of Act 3? Uh, makes sense because it's kind of weird if it's just like, oh, uh, and I had a nice eight-hour sleep after all the campers disappeared. If we carry on with um, Pearl took Deanna into her shack, mm-hmm. then I wake up in the middle of the night and I thought I had a kid with me, like, who I was taking care of, and that child is gone. Yeah. What's so in its place? Perhaps um, just a orange poppy is in her place. A pile of them. A pile of them. Like enough that you had your arm, like, around it. There yeah. is one poppy that's stuck in your arm. All right. So, like, like I can't even pull it out. It's, like, strong. It's not delicate like a regular flower. You can pull it out. It's just, like, it's embedded. Yeah, okay, so I definitely pull it out. Okay, you're bleeding. Aggressively. And it has long roots. Roots oh. seem to have gone into your arm, like, a good way. All right, so I'm, like, holding the, the roots. So the bloody the roots. The bloody roots in yeah. one hand. My arm is bleeding. I um, apply pressure. Because I'm a camp counselor and I have first aid. Good stuff. And I think I run into main camp. Or I try to run into main camp at least. And I think this is a good time to start this act three off with asking the Linworm to act. 
diamonds. Where? What is it affecting? Okay. You, a place, someone else? Well, I think that we'd be gathered somewhere as counselors. Yeah, we're not counselor running to. So maybe so. I will put it, maybe with the campers in general, because we're saying the campers just disappeared. Put it on the camper setting element, sure. The Ten of Diamonds says, feels thick with noxious mud, festering wounds, rabbits with black bile. You are running across the main field to get to the cabins. As much pressure as you're applying to your arm, blood is still like seeping through, like and dripping, dripping, dripping. And it's mixing with other parts of you just seem to be also damp and like dewy. As you're trudging through the mud that like the this night's rain has turned the field into, you're stumbling and tripping over roots. And as you look down under the light of like the thin crescent moon, you can see that there are dozens of pale white hands mm-hmm. sticking up out of the mud. Some of them seem to be moving, curling around your feet, and you're uh, kicking your big combat boots free as you try to run across, stepping on the fingers, hearing bones crack underfoot as you head over to the counselor's cabin. All right, I, um, like, power through and get there and pound on the door. I think we're in the middle of a conversation, and she just barges in, and we're already All right, talking. so go back a little bit. What were you guys talking about? We went to put the campers to bed, like, and they aren't, they're literally gone. We didn't. We didn't put them to bed. We- I don't remember putting them to bed. Like, we must have, but I don't remember doing it. The last thing I remember was the middle of the day. I remember I was carrying Deanna around. I don't know where she is now. I was chasing after Flora. Owen was Where's soaking Chris? wet. Well, the point is that they're gone, okay? The campers are gone. Right. Um, so, Jay, what do we do? I barge in. You see Pearl, wet, soaked to the bone, blood dripping down my arm that I'm trying to, like, desperately hold closed. Pearl... Jeepers, what's going on with your arm? Let me see that. I show you. I don't I think to. I can just like do <laughs> you first. I, yeah. I think wounds, helping wounds is like a thing I do. But this is like a magical wound. I don't think standard first aid will be able to heal this. You can dress the wound yeah. more than you like applied pressure to it as you ran across a field. That's true. Mm-hmm. Clean it. Okay, tend to someone's wounds is a regular move. Sorry. If that's easy. <laughs> <laughs> can I take a moment to suggest that the strangeness ask, acts, we all hear a whisper. It sounds like Chris, and he's saying, um, I'm, in, I'm in the woods. It's like a like, telekinetic. To you, it kind of sounds like he's behind you, but you know he's not. We oh. can all, we would see okay. if he's behind you. Did you guys just hear, Pearl, was that you? That was, it sounded like Chris, it sounded Chris? like a kid. Chris? Uh. Let's not panic the campers, so let's not yell. Panic the campers? We don't ever know where the campers are. Yeah, that's kind of actually, yeah, it's tricky. Well, uh, we only have one lead, so that's our best shot to getting the campers back, I think. Um, And Flora starts carving a bunch of protection runes into shit and handing it out. Like, are y'all fucking ready? What is this gonna do? Um, This is a mini stick. A what? A what? <laughs> a, a, a miniature hockey stick Shut for playing the fuck mini up. hockey. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Like, no. Well, Mark, we're gonna take what we can get, and I shove the mini stick into your pocket. I don't know. Mine's a whatever. What is mine? You made it. <laughs> wow! Wow! Can't um, be a mini stick. It's a, it's a fucking mini stick. Fuck you. Okay. <laughs> Uh, I guess, I, I, you know what, it's me personally out of character that has a problem with the mini sticks, but old Jay, I guess, is probably fine with it. I scrawl pearls on the back of, like, a camper's drawing that they gave her, and I shove it towards her. Let's K's. Um, we're running out of objects here, so I, like, crudely draw it in chalk on her phone. Let's go. Where are we going? Go where? We're, 
Well, you heard it, him. The woods. Where in the woods? Why would we just go to the woods? Because someone whispered, I'm in the woods. <laughs> like, I'm j I, I, I want to stay here. I think we should stay here. I think that's the safest option. And it, and, 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 and it, it's like at this point, it's like not just about what's safe for the whole camp. It's also about what's safe for us. And I think we're not thinking about that, maybe. Mark, don't you want to be made of sterner stuff than that? This is our job as counselors to make sure. If when you were a little camper, all right, and you went missing and I said what you just said, I said, oh, why don't we just, why don't we just leave them? What would you think? What would you think of me? It, it's not the same thing exactly. Oh, it's not the same thing. It's not like we're gonna find them sitting in the woods, all 50 of them playing Digimon Plus. Well, I'd say it's worth the shot. It's better than sitting around here doing nothing. He's right. And then at that moment, Pearl notices this Polaroid in Mark's pocket. With her x-ray like, specs? That's like sticking well, out. you're trying to stick a mini stick in your pocket <laughs> and it falls the out. The mini stick betrayed me. Oh it doesn't God. go in a pocket. It's too big for a pocket. <laughs> Yet you tried. <laughs> Maybe cargo shorts. <laughs> Where Oopsie. did you get that? Uh... This, well, it's a mini stick. My mom gave it to me for Christmas last year. Hey, um, no. I, like, grab the Polaroid. Where I, where did I get it? I don't, um, uh, oh, what is that Polaroid of someone? Mark, Who is it? you're a shit liar. Uh, I want the Linworm, can the Linworm act on an item? Yeah. Yeah. On the Polaroid. It is haunted. Jayquees of clubs. Here you go, read it out. This is pretty juicy. A camper was found dead. Mouth stuffed full of wooden sticks and eyes gouged out. Remove a camper character from the corkboard and replace it with this card. Draw the camper. Did the picture change? Yeah. I think it's gotta be like the, the forest where you just ran through. If everything's trying to bring us there, then. Yeah, it's got to be like, it has to look not like, why is she in this old picture? It has to be like, this is a picture that could have been taken like 20 minutes ago. It yeah. could even maybe change in your hand. Yeah, so I grab it, seeing that's the picture that I thought it was, and then I drop it and scream. What camper is it in the woods? I think it's Chris. Okay. I think it's Chris, and I maybe we recognize it as the Muddy Swamp. Yeah. Not far from the ropes course. Not far from the ropes course. Okay, so Pearl is screaming. Yes, correct. Uh, and bleeding. Oh my god, yes. I mean, my first thought before the camper is now kicking into like, let's protect Pearl. I'm consoling her. I'm holding on to her. It's okay. It's gonna be okay. We're gonna be okay. And I'm like, I don't know, like rubbing the, the runes in my hand. I'm going to use a strong move and ask you... Where, where is safe? Where, where can we be safe? Where can they be safe? Right now, I'm gonna say one week from now. There's nowhere safe right now. The only way safe is forward. Not comforting. <sighs> I think and on top of that, to add to the, the dramatic tension, I'll take a, a weak move to act in a way that upsets and spoils the heart of the camp, and I think I'll just be like, like, old Jay has had enough, and he's like, 
You know, you're all a bunch of cowards. These campers need us in the most dire time and you're all gonna abandon them. I'm going out there, I don't need any of you. So what, what's the general consensus in the room right now? Like, two of the younger counselors are crying. You don't really want to go, you do want to go. freaking out. Kay's pretty, like, pale and feeling kind of sick to her stomach, but doesn't want to tell people that. Pearl is also motivated to go into the woods and try and sanctify them or whatever. I'm going to go too, and I'm going to grab Mark by the hand and say, it's going to be okay, we're together. I'll come with you, but I think it's going to cost me a token to do something I didn't think I was capable of doing, because I like that move. Okay, you can't stay here by yourself. Yes, I can. Well, you shouldn't. I think that it's bad out there, but uh, I don't know how much walls are going to do at this point. I think the only safety we have is uh, in numbers. Are we safe in numbers, though? The campers weren't safe in numbers. Well, I'm trying to convince Kay to come with us, and I feel like you're not helping a lot, but thanks for that. Flora can see that Kay is hesitant to come. We're waiting for you here in this moonlight, and she locks eyes with Kay and says, Look, I know that you don't want to be here anymore, so if this is the last time you ever see me, can you just, I don't know, make this my parting gift? We don't have time for this. We have to go. Okay, you're coming or you're not. But you know what? Jay's right. What What if it was your brother out there? Don't bring him into this. I march out after Jay. Come on, Flora. Come on, Pearl. Yeah, I'll follow. If, if Kay's not going to come, she's not going to come. This is me I'm giving up at the worst possible moment. Okay, so I'm going to go on with you guys. Okay. We are sprinting after Jay. The field looks not full of human bone children hands. Although, I don't even know if you told us about that. So we're like, field looks normal. And we see Jay striding across. He's almost cleared the whole field and entered the woods. Jay, come back, come back. Stop, stop, wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. I think when Jay enters the woods, the uh, lindworm does a stuff. Yeah, and I think that it's probably canon now at this point, if we're doing the whole rain thing, that this is a storm. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I just think I don't hear you. The seven and diamonds on the forest, or maybe on Jay. Okay. Becoming lost, desperate cravings, mysterious patterns locking together. Uh, I want to reinterpret that. I want to take a strong move to reinterpret that in a way that protects the campers. How many tokens do you have? Uh, like a lot. Now that's gonna bring me down to like three. I think I've been keeping oh, track shit. of. Shit. Okay. Yeah. I have two. I'm out. Yeah, it's because I keep inviting the windworm. <laughs> uh, oh, I guess I have one right now. So I have one. So I would have to like lose my way in the storm, but find my way to where I want to be, or something like that. Sure, you want to be. Where I need to be. I think you're entering like frog swamp hell dimension. Like the showdown place. Like the lost woods in Ocarina Time, but I know that the wind, the way that the light looks down the path means it's the right way to go and you don't get put back to the start. Or in A Nightmare on Elm Street when like all the kids deliberately like induce a Freddy dream to like take him down. Yeah. So maybe because we also have, what's the last thing in it? Mysterious patterns locking together. So patterns we have are the frogs, the poppies, and the rain. So maybe um, like a trail of orange poppies leads your way to this frog hellscape. Lovely. The With the mud, the forest is getting gooey while still holding its shape. And the trees become claustrophobic and turn into a tunnel around you. Um, you feel like you're descending down a hill 
forever. And the colors seem to shift in this way that feels like you're walking down a huge frog's throat. As if the ground below you is a giant tongue, you keep losing your footing as it shifts and moves up and down below you. And you hear something calling you forward as you go. I think that something sounds maybe like some of the kids' voices. Welcome to Frogland. <laughs> yeah. Enjoy your stay. So meanwhile, we, me, Flora, and Mark see Jay disappear into the forest. Yeah. Uh, he must have gone to the, the ropes course. But he was right here. He, we. I, I don't know. He moves pretty fast. He must have gone to the ropes course. Wait, why would he have gone to the ropes course? Because uh, that's, that's where, the, where the, picture the picture was. It was the the swamp next to the ropes course. <sighs> that makes sense. Okay, I dual wield Coleman flashlight, mini stick. Got my boots on. Oh, let's do this. As we arrive at the ropes course, I'd like to invite the lindworm to act. Great. Three of diamonds. On what? On Mark. Ah, boo. Three of diamonds. Shucks. Biting at skin, anxiety, long scrape marks on a tree. The forest is, like you said, Guiji, and it's it's really wet and muddy and mucky. And as I'm trying to pick a path towards the rope course, I feel like prickles on my skin, and I look down and just see that my bare arms are like swarming with mosquitoes. And there's like dozens of them that are flocking around me. And like, as soon as I try to slap them away, more of them appear. Those really big ones with like the weird, super long legs. And I'm, uh, start like freaking out. I drop my flashlight as I like swipe and swipe my arms and try to drive them away. And then I tuck my arms under my armpits, tilt my head down and just start kind of charging through, trying to get to the shack where I think I'll be safe. And I'm yelping. You guys hear, um, from ahead of you as I've like charged forward. And you see my flashlight bloop, into a puddle of mud. So I run after you. I grab you and like make sure you're okay. Okay. My arms are like slick with blood. Same. And I've like swatted a bunch of the mosquitoes and they're like guts and everything are like coating my arms and I'm crying. All right. I pull you a little bit closer to me. I'm going to take action, leaving myself vulnerable, which is to maybe run in and grab, try and grab your flashlight. I don't know. Make sure that we have something. Okay. You ask where my flashlight is, and I, I sniff, and I point to the puddle that I dropped it in. All right, so I'm going to try and dig through that to get to it. You, Your fingers close around uh, the flashlight. I pull it out. What you pull out is not the flashlight. I didn't think so. Wah. You pull out a hand, duh, and it is attached to an arm, and the arm is attached to a shoulder, and the shoulder is attached to the rib bone. Oh, the shoulder is attached to Chris. Wooden stick stuffed in his mouth, eyes gouged out. I scream again, but then I pull him the rest of the way out and maybe pull him outside of this mud patch onto relatively dry soil. You dump him on the path in front of the shack and the ropes course. Flora, you must be not far behind. Yeah, at least I thought I wasn't far behind and I can't see anything. And then all of a sudden I can see something again. I'm on top of the ropes course. Oh no. Um, guys, are you, are you below me? Where are you? Why, how did you get up there? I have no idea. You're not certified. <laughs> That's true, I'm the crafter. This isn't macrame, these are real ropes. Who's with <laughs> you? Is that Jay? No, it's no. Chris. Was Chris. 
Still is Chris. Uh, <laughs> this is like a fucked up corpse. So. Chris, yeah. are you there? No. Well, that's the I did really. a different. Yeah. Um, no, it's like the picture. Okay, I'll walk towards them to get a closer look. My foot is gonna slip. This is me taking an action and leaving myself vulnerable. All right, I'm going to use a strong move to teach someone else how to defend themselves. From ropes. <laughs> I'm gonna like squint up to see where you are and coach you as I do to the campers to help you get your way back down, even though you don't have a, you should really have a harness up there. So I start giving you instructions of the safety way down. Okay, give me the instructions. All right, all right, tell me where you are. Uh, like, Somewhere in the middle, it's really high up. <laughs> okay, okay, so there's, you're on a, there's there's a wooden a rope bridge. If you just get to one end of the rope bridge, next on that tree, there's a ladder down. There's a, there's a ladder down for just a situation just like this, but a little less intense. Okay, I'll start to climb down. You can't see each other. Scary. <laughs> but I know these ropes like the back of my yeah, hand. Yeah, yeah, uh, the directions you give are correct. Yeah. I can't find the ladder, but I think I can climb down the tree. And I start climbing down the tree. You climb down the tree, and the tree is twice as tall as it could possibly be. You're going down this tree for like two minutes. By the end, your arms are like screaming, your muscles are burning as you're trying to cling on to this like wet, slippery bark. And by the time you stick your little foot down and feel your big toe scrape against some mud on the ground, you look around and feel like you're in some kind of tunnel and the path around you is lined with orange poppies and you can see a figure in the distance. Hello? Hello? Jay, please tell me that's you. Yeah, get over here. I sprint, I'm so happy. You know, this would have been the worst time to find out you have an evil twin. Well, no, I certainly, I certainly don't. Where's the rest? Oh, uh, and I turn around. The others were just behind me. Wait, how did I get here? Look, there's, I mean, let's be, let's cut to the chase here. There's some weird fucking kooky ass shit. Don't cuss. There's some weird. (laughs) You hear Mark's voice from. (laughs) My one wish. (laughs) There's some weird, inexplainable stuff happening right now. Yeah. So let's just power on and not try and make sense of it. I want to invite the lindworm to act upon the photograph that is on the floor in the cabin where Kay is sitting by herself. King of clubs. Ooh, isn't that like juicy as fuck? That sounds juicy as fuck. A camper was found dead. Skin peeled off, unrecognizable. Remove a camper character from the corkboard and replace it with this card. Draw the camper. So I think you are compelled to pick up that picture and it changes again. What do you see? Yeah, so I pick up the photograph and it's Celia, or it used to be, and I don't, I can't, I can't tell. <laughs> uh, Kay has never felt like so sick in her life. She she just goes to to start packing her bag. She's, she's just kind of mindlessly shoving all of her belongings into a bag and uh, writing a note to Flora. I never should have yelled at you the way that I did. And I did that because I was scared and 
I, I didn't know how to an answer your love and I, I I do I do love you and I need I need you to know how important that was to me is to me because Toad's Hollow is the only place that I can be okay and you uh, always just like let me have that I don't know what I would have done without without that so yeah I'm sorry and I I love you So me and Mark are We're sitting there with this. We're at the still. We, I wanted to go inside the shack, maybe, and, like, get out of mosquito hell. Okay. So I don't have the flashlight, because it turned into Chris's dead body. I probably Not have ideal. a flashlight in the shack. Are you in the shack there. yet? I went into the shack. Yeah, yeah, I probably went with you. Upon entering the shack, there's already somebody there. Uh, someone who you recognize. One of our fellow counselors. None other than Maddie, has made his way to the shack. Maddie, what are you doing here? Are you Okay. I came to come help. The, the, the storm got crazy, and I just, you know, I, I needed a place to lie low for a bit, and I knew that you had this whatever is cool shack. So Where were you that you need to lie low? I was getting some late-night ropes course stuff in. Whatever. What's going on? Go, wait, holy. Yeah, we're and both, like, bleeding. the blood on both of your arms. What is... Kind of a rough night, Maddie. I'd go back to bed if I were you. No, 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 no. All right, I'm... I'm I'm a counselor too, all right? So you better tell me what's going on here. Really, really, it's not safe out here tonight. All right, this Go is back all to super cat. uncool. Just tell me what's going on, and like, you know, Maddie can help you guys out. Uh, Lin, we're Max on Maddie. <laughs> <laughs> Jack of spades. They scatter like roaches before me. Destroy the camper setting element. What, is Maddie like gonna be like, he has a part that He's played a part, whether intentionally or unintentionally, in getting all these campers to basically be... That's what it sounds like. Um, so, uh... He has an instant shift in demeanor. Uh, mm -hmm. a, a, a very perceivable one, uh, and perhaps uh, a complete change in his intonation. A, a croakiness comes to his, his voice. I guess he was probably holding your arm at the time, mm -hmm. examining it. Whose arm? Uh, uh, sorry, holding uh, Mark's arm. And he's, he's sitting there and from going from, come on guys, just tell me, it's kind of more of like a, yes, tell me. <laughs> I'm going to uh, spend one of my tokens, take a strong move. I'm going to get out of harm's way and I'm going to do that by cracking Maddie over the head with my mini stick. Great. Uh, you crack him over the head so hard that you probably would have concussed him, and it induces him to vomit. And he starts vomiting, and as he does, just a trail of, of orange poppies and frog after frog starts to pour out of his mouth in an in, in, inexplainable amount, as if it's just like a fountain of frogs. The room starts to fill with just an insane amount of them. I want to grab your wrist and like yell, run. We run. But when we get out of the shack, we are not in front of the ropes anymore. Where are we? I don't know. Are we in a tunnel? It's possible we're in a tunnel. Do we see Just, some You should figures? be like kind of hopping around what we have established once you can't go anywhere else. The lake is somewhere we've already established as a place. Okay, so then the lake. Yeah, it's like the lifeguard. Maybe shack. it's, yeah. 
Pearl, it feels like that frog from earlier is still alive inside your stomach. And as you get further from Flora, from Jay, and from the woods, it's fighting against you more and more aggressively, and you're trying to ignore it. All Pearl, right. are you Pregana Nance? Are you Pagante? Are you Gregnant? When you come to, Maddie's corpse has now just washed upon the shore, not unlike, uh, uh, to make it cyclical, uh, the guy the guy from the beginning. He lays face down, unmoving. When Did we, I... like, get into him, I'm, like, already holding your wrist. I probably, like, grip and maybe double O down because I'm having, like, this physical... Okay, then. do you need a, a, a tons? I don't have those. Do you need... All I have is a mini stick. Pearls, talk I'm to me. You're freaking me out. Oh, I'm God. coughing and coughing and coughing. I start slapping your back between your shoulder blades. Five sharp blows with the heel of my hand. Yes, we're all camp counselors. Yes, we all have first aid. It's been established. Eventually, maybe I, like, cough out a frog's leg. I don't, I don't think that's enough to make you better. Sure isn't. I, like, try and push myself up. I'm pale, but I'm like, okay, I'm good, I'm good. Let's keep on going, I guess. I want to look closer at Maddie's body. Okay, as you go closer into the water, I think now I will take a move to feed the waves, and you both get washed, as has happened many times, into the waves, and now you end up somewhere else. You wash away, and as you kind of like come to through the, the washing, it's a, the, the feeling of water instantly becomes more viscous, and a taste comes to your mouth, which you obviously recognize to be dirt and or mud, and your arms are reaching out into the reaching skyward, you see the lovely stars above you and you realize that you are now caked in mud in a sea of other people, presumably campers, caked in mud. However, you do have motor movement, so you can free yourself from the mud. I writhe and free myself from the mud. Yes. <coughs> Pearl! Pearl, where are you? Is Pearl there? Pearl is there, and she's still coughing, and she's still ill, and she unsteadily gets to her feet. I kind of, like, grab her arm and, and throw it over my shoulder. I want to see what Jane and Flora are doing now, I guess, yeah. We just went on, like, a topsy-turvy you know, um, teacup ride. We arrive at this clearing. There is, like, a pit. And in this pit is a sea of bodies of the campers. They're cold to the touch, but they're not dead. They're um, kind of hibernating or like as if yeah. the way that frogs in formaldehyde like are still alive their hearts beat you know once a minute they have like a really like weird sheen of mucus on them that's like sort of preserving them almost like pickling them a little bit and Kay is on the other side of the field but she doesn't realize where she is at least that's what we're seeing we're seeing her um, act as if she's coming home to her brother I'm climbing out of the pit yeah yeah, yeah. So do you, let's like say you also have this kind of this viscous layer of it do. Of, of, it's yeah. moisturizing. Yeah, and I mean something's got to happen now. <laughs> the end of the game involves kind of like collecting all of the lindworm carbs and then like feeding it anything we have. How does that process start? It's like the final stand kind of thing. So what is? That's what I feel like is happening now. Pretty mm-hmm. there, yeah. Or do we want to like pull Kay out of this trance? Is she gonna keep hallucinating? I wonder if are we doing some sort of metaphor of the camp good or bad wants to keep us here and if we decide to stay here then the camp or the woods are happy yeah i like that 
Yeah, is it like Kay's desire to leave that was the bad vibes? And then does that <laughs> make along? the letter reading mm-hmm. structure feel good to me specifically? <laughs> no, I like it. Um, I like set that up to be tragic, so whatever is um, good. I call out across the field of writhing campers. Kay, I, how did you get in front of us? Do you hear me? I don't think so. What are you doing, Kay? I like have my bag. It's full of all my, what I think is my stuff. Maybe it is full of frogs. It is now frogs. It is now frogs. Maybe I'm like bending down to like, I don't know, get something out of my bag to shout my brother. And it's, it's frogs. Everything is frogs. I brought you your favorite frogs, (laughs) dear brother. So going around the table, each player should take one of their cards and destroy it, declare how some aspect of it helps them live and keep moving forward. The other players in reaction should fold in half or otherwise mark one of the lindworm cards and explain why that strength uh, is a weakness for the lindworm. And we just can't put campers in the pile, but we can destroy character sheets. We can destroy... uh, Anything we have. How do we actually defeat the Linworms? Just when we decide that they've been defeated? Or is it when we get as many things as there are cards? If you can feed it as many things as you have cards that aren't campers, mm-hmm. you win. If you have to feed it campers, you lose. I think part of the spirit of this yes. is that surviving the Linworm comes from like lovingly and richly creating yep. the camp together. Yep. And if we like didn't do that enough, then the linworm will just like kind of shred it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's do it. Say we're trying to convince Kay to stay. This mm-hmm. is the way we're gonna do it. I'm gonna pull this, the field, mm-hmm. and remind Kay of a time when she felt peaceful in the field when she was staring at the clouds with Flora early in their courtship. And it was a moment of peace and joy and something that she wants to keep. I'm gonna sacrifice this picture because things that happened in the past can't hurt me and I can only choose to learn from them. I wanna sacrifice the note to myself, the note to Flora, Mm -hmm. because it's the old adage of if you you love something, set it free. Um, Ultimately, I, I do want Kay to be happy even if I'm not there. I will sacrifice like the rain motif because like you always feel better after you cry. The rain always returns the sun to the sky, etc., etc. I'm going to sacrifice the sneaking path. Not the sneaking. <laughs> it's here. It's on the board. There was a sneaking path. Don't worry the about whole it. The time you guys. The sneaking path maybe represents a level of keeping to yourself and not being open with the people around you. And that is something that Pearl needs to get through and to maybe talk about what she's going through instead of hiding away in a shack. Uh, I'll sacrifice Maddie. Um, Another counselor? (laughs) A ghost. Yeah. Um, he's, he's, He's gone, but I think that the friendship lessons and everything that came before will 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 continue and prevail and hopefully help us survive the Linworm. If not, hopefully his cold dead corpse will help. I'm gonna sacrifice Flora's protective rune because if you're determined enough and you need it badly enough, blood can make a perfectly good paint. I'm gonna maybe sacrifice that orange poppy that was given to me by Mark and 
hopes that the friendship that we have is less delicate than this flower that maybe represents something a little darker than it did when I first got it. I'm going to sacrifice the campfire because even if I no longer have the place where all those memories were made, the memories can't be taken away from me. I'm sacrificing the ropes course. Um, it was a place of not only learning, but great communication. I don't know if I made it way under the board. You gave me that lucky that lucky charm thing, right? Old Jay would like to <laughs> certainly cash in all of his luck. You know, you can get to the power of friendship, of uh, believing that we'll make it out of this okay. So burning my lucky charm. I will sacrifice the cabins because it is nice to dream about like things you don't have, but you should embrace what you do have in the morning. Uh, I'll sacrifice Nurse Heath. No! <laughs> uh, because the soil of the old will plant the flowers of the youth. <laughs> I will sacrifice the mushroom stump uh, where we had our battles of youth. Um, for all of those secrets and, and drama and the memories that I shared with both Pearl and Kay um, that the three of us probably don't even remember anymore. I'm sacrificing the woods. I choose community over isolation. And then for the final card, I will sacrifice the lake because I don't wanna feel like I'm drowning anymore. The next morning when I woke up, I uh, was going through my backpack and I found a bunch of uh, textbooks that I had brought to do some AP studying over the summer. And uh, someone had ripped out all of the pages of my biology textbook, the one that had the big frog on the cover, which I thought was weird, but um, I don't know, maybe, maybe someone thought it was like a funny prank. It didn't bother me as much as it would have if it had happened last summer or the summer before that. Instead, I just thought, you know what? I can buy a new book if I need it. And uh, I went to get breakfast, and I was hoping to talk to Jay. By and large, it was a summer not unlike many other summers, as far as I can remember. You know, I used to not like how people called me old Jay. I figured I still had a lot of gas in the tank. But now, I'm starting to embrace it, you know? Uh, there's something endearing about it. Makes it easy to explain away, like, when I forget things or... I don't know. Ah, uh, maybe it's time to pass the torch. And 45 is a long time to be at camp. Maybe I'll... Maybe I'll talk to Mark this morning. Yeah, that's what I'll do. I took all my stuff out of the ropes cabin. It's not really fit for someone to be living in there anyway and brought it to the counselor's room. I saw Flora and Kay chatting. And as I started un re-unpacking at what was really my bunk the whole time, I joined in and we kind of had a nice chat. You know, when you're a kid and you're driving well, your mom's driving, and you're in the back seat, and you're watching all of the fence posts just 
whiz by you, one after another after another, and you're focusing on them. So you can only see these fence posts and everything around you is just a blur of green and brown and, and no faces. That's what this summer was. Honestly, all I remember are my friends. And uh, I don't know if they're passing me by, but that's okay. I unpacked my bag today. I know I was really set on leaving, but after everything that happened, I think I have to stay to keep my campers safe. There is no Toad's Hollow without them. Besides, someone has to look out for Mark, and I think that could be me. It's funny, you know, Flora told me in the boat when we were looking for the body that she felt we are all connected, and that means her love is connected to everyone, not just one person. I didn't get it then, but I, I get it now. I feel connected to her and to my fellow counselors in a new way that makes words like girlfriend seem trivial. I think if we all open our hearts to the magic and the strangeness of Toad's Hollow, the spirit of the camp might just present itself to us and help us rebuild. You just listened to part two of our Sleepaway One-Shot, a game by Jay Dragon. You can find them on Twitter at jdragsky, and their work is at jdragsky.itch.io. Our game today really only scratched the surface of what Sleepaway can be. There are many elements of the game that we didn't use. If you want to experience the magic, the ritual, and the horror for yourself, you can purchase this game from jaysitch.io. And this wraps up our in-between season of one-shots. We had a lot of fun exploring new systems, new genres, new realms. Season two launches next week. We'll be playing Urban Shadows in old-timey Lakeshore, AKA fake Toronto. We can't wait for you to hear the new shenanigans we have in store. <laughs>